Hello and welcome to the Dynasty on the Lake podcast. Uh, it's Monday night, December 19th of week 15 here. Um, joined by Ryan today. How's it going, Ryan? Not bad, not bad. How you doing? Uh, not too bad. Uh, I think we both enjoyed our bye week in our home league this week. Um, I think we both know who we're playing next week as well. Both of our other matchups in our league were decided before the Monday night game tonight. Um, unfortunately, no Joe tonight because uh, he did win his matchup and he'll be facing you, Ryan, next week. Yeah, I would have liked to talk to him about it, but, you know, it is what it is. He's afraid. It's, it's, it's understood. <laughs> we'll, have him, we'll have him back next week. Um, so, you know, whoever wins that matchup next week, it's the two of you. Uh, I'm sure that'll be. Oh yeah, I'm sure he'll be. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that'll be, be very, a uh, very friendly conversation between. Yeah, the I'm two sure he'll be able to be on next week if he beats me, right? Like that'll be. <laughs> oh yeah, I just happened to be on. Yeah, no worries. Like everything's good, and I can come on. Yeah. So. Yeah, excited to play Joe for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he he won by about about 20 points. He had a solid week, 137 to 117. Um, then Pat won the other matchup in our league, beating German Wonderkind, 142 to 123, uh, similar score there. Um, and I will be facing Pat next week. So uh, another good matchup. Um, I, I think we were talking before the playoffs. We both kind of thought those were the, the top four teams in our league at that point. Um, so we do have the best four teams, I believe, left in the playoffs. So we'll see how this shakes out over the next two weeks here. But, you know, I'm excited for it to be here. I know you are too. Um, you and I both going for that third championship in the dynasty pot. So uh, a lot to play out here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, I'm excited. I think uh, I expected myself, uh, you and Joe to be here. Uh, Pat's team is a bit of a surprise. I, I expected German Wonderkind team to kind of come through, uh, but Pat's team has uh, been the benefit, the beneficiary of uh, some uh, injuries and whatnot, and uh, his team looks pretty good. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, I mean, I think we want to talk a little bit about like where we what we thought at the beginning of the season on one of our first episodes when we kind of did team previews, um, how we thought teams would finish compared to where they did. Um, do you have any? <coughs> big thoughts or any big surprises from what you thought preseason to where we are um, now? yeah I don't I, I think I expected you to finish where you finished I think you probably have the best team on uh, on paper I mean I think you have the best team by far I think you're you have certain positional advantages that the rest of us do not have so I, I expected you to to finish the way you did uh Joe's team I expected to be pretty good um I think I expected German to be there and he was in the playoffs um the rising, I think, also expected to be in the playoffs. He was there. Um, my team, I know you maybe didn't didn't expect you expected me to finish in the middle of the pack, but uh, out of I made plenty of moves that I think uh makes sense why I finished second overall. But uh, yeah, Pat's team isn't surprising the way he finished. I mean, he made a good solid trade for Alvin Kamara in the middle of the season. Um, he's been the beneficiary of Kenneth Walker. Uh becoming better and better same with Ramondre Stevenson so um a little bit of issues at the quarterback position but I don't think I'm surprised by the way things played out are you um no no not really I mean yeah I mean you your team I said as is at the beginning of the season I expected like you know an eight win season but 
you made a you know number of moves and you drastically changed the landscape of your team. Yeah, most of your rookies you drafted this year, you ended up trading away um, and getting some win now players. So that obviously, you know, changed change the dynamic and expectations at that point once you did that um yeah and I, I think i had pat's team or probably around where your team was too but yeah he he had some things break his way and his team ended up even better than that um made yeah. made the good trade with kamara as well as as he talked about um yeah he did have some bad uh Q, qv luck this week so let, let's talk about this this move that happened by the guy who was playing german wonderkind so I think Pat had Lamar Jackson, um, Mike White, and Brock Purdy on his roster. Lamar's obviously out this this past week. Um, Brock Purdy plays Thursday night, so he doesn't have him in his lineup. Uh, He had Mike White in there because it's not like Mike White White was going to play Sunday. Uh, And come Friday, Mike White gets ruled out. Uh, Within minutes of Mike White getting ruled out, the guy Pat's playing picked up, what, (laughs) four or five free agent quarterbacks? Yeah, good for Dude, good for German. Like, yeah. pay attention. <clears throat> Try like, good for him. Played a little hardball there. Yeah, I mean, I respect the move. You got to do what you got to do in the playoffs to win your matchup. Sure. Um, but there, there were still a couple guys out there, like Mount Brett Ripien and Colt McCoy. Um, and then, and then I think that picked up both of them. And then he ended up getting Mitch Trubisky Sunday morning once. Uh, Pickett was ruled out of that game. So he ended up with Trubisky, who didn't do terrible, I guess, fantasy-wise. But I mean, he could have started Colt, who got a concussion, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, I think he would have won either way. Um, but um, yeah, I, I mean, it was I respect the move. Uh, yeah, doing that. I mean, you got you got to be ruthless, especially That's come fair. playoff time in fantasy football. The I uh, it's been an interesting. Uh, playoffs already so yeah that was it was an exciting week of of football um we had a lot of crazy finishes in games and a lot of close games too through the end so it was fun to watch those games play out yesterday yeah wish joe was on here wish joe i could i could smack talk joe a little bit or just get a, a gauge for what joe thinks is about to happen but uh would you ask him who to start in your lineup like you've been asking us the past couple of weeks? Oh, I just do that to be nice. I've, I've started <laughs> everybody. I, like, uh, the, the, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. The, the lineup I've started the last two weeks is who I'd be starting. You know, you've been all boo-hoo on Jerry Judy, but he put up 14, 15 points this week. I mean, he's a solid wide, wide receiver too. Uh, Mike Williams is my wide receiver three I'm happy with. James Conner, you know, the dust, quote-unquote, that you said was was dust has almost averaged 20 points the last four weeks. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy with what I'm a little, my bit, do you know what my biggest concern on my team is right now? Who's that? Mark Andrews. Isn't that crazy to think that Mark Andrews is my biggest concern on my team right now? Yeah. I mean, another disappointing game for what do you have three for 30 something? Against yeah, the like three, for 30, three for 30. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Maybe if Lamar Jackson comes back, but at the same time, like he's already put up garbage points with Lamar Jackson. So yeah, I mean this goes back to when Lamar was still in the lineup before he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, I made a move that I thought was going to help me. Granted, Pat Fryermuth I think had zero points this week. So like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with him if he's a little hurt too. But he has I mean, been playing. To, a full to be load. fair, like that didn't like completely screw me. I was going to have a tight end that got me six or zero, but. Uh, you know, not the move I thought it was going to be. I thought Mark Andrews was going to like keep on pace with 
you know, with Travis Kelsey. And he has just been that's that's my biggest weakness on my team right now. That scares me. So yeah, I mean, you, you can't really – you have to start him, Andrews, but – You have to. You don't trust him. You're I not, can sit you're not relying on him as much, but – No, but you – You can't bench him unless you have, an, you know, like – unless you had Kittle, but – or I'm sorry, I Kelsey. Or maybe Kittle. Maybe you start Kittle over him. I, I would start know. Kittle over Andrews right now. I'd yeah. start, you know, Dallas Goddard if I got him back in time over – I mean, Andrews is just not – I don't know. I mean, like, there's there's always that possibility of a big game because you know what he can do, and he's a good tight end. But, man, I don't feel confident in my tight end position this week. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's let's talk about a few injuries that we had in the league this week. Uh, the first one being Jonathan Taylor. He has a high ankle sprain, and he's likely done for the year. It happened on his first lost games for this guy has not only lost games for people he's lost playoffs for people this guy is yeah i mean it hurt a lot of people in the playoffs uh yesterday if they had him um first touch of the game yeah he gets hurt around saturday i guess um yeah uh, and that that, i think german wonderkind had him so that that impacted you know would have been a maybe close game if uh, if he doesn't get hurt that game against pat that's terrible that's terrible I mean, I I feel for the Jonathan Taylor owners, but what are you going to do? You're not going to trade him right now. You're gonna, you know. Yeah, you, it's a lot. It's basically a lost year. You hope he comes back and stays healthy next year and bounces back. I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, he's still he's you, still up there in your dynasty RB range. Do you look really to trade down. Jonathan Taylor next year? He's at peak health. People are expecting big things. Gives you one big game. Do you look to trade him? Um, I don't know. I mean, trade him for what? What do you What are you going for if you trade him? Peak value. I don't know. Trading him for a wide. I don't receiver. know that he's going to have peak value unless he, oh, you know, the peak value game. he got coming into this year, unless he, you know, gives not, you a thirty-five point game. game next next year, week one. I mean, do you trade him straight up for AJ Brown? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Do but you trade him straight up for. Uh, this is hard. Um, Garrett Wilson. No, probably not that. But no, not that. Is is it that far off, Garrett Wilson? For uh, no, I mean Garrett Wilson's heading in the right in that right direction, but I don't know that he's at that point yet. Um, I mean, I think. I mean, <sighs> do you have faith that, that Jonathan Taylor's going to turn it around? Top three is what's that? Do you have faith that he's going to turn it around? Yeah, I mean, I think he's just been hurt this year. I, I mean. Okay. He's, I don't think he's really shown anything on the field that he's not good anymore or anything like that. He's just been hurt. Well, I mean, that could be a, that could be a lingering thing. That could be a an issue. I don't, know. I, I don't think it's any major. He hasn't had any major injuries where it's concerned like that. I don't think. But you believe in the talent, though. Yeah, I I, th- I still have him as a top three dynasty running back. Oh wow! Okay. My my faith in Jonathan Taylor is faltering. I would. <laughs> Potentially looking to get out for the rice for the right price, like you said. You know, I don't think you want to give him up for nothing, but the right price, yeah, absolutely. I'd be trying to sell. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I just I don't think his value is dropping too as far as you think it might be. I mean this this is a lost year. This is it's his value is not going up. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree, but it's not, I don't think it's a drastic change in value for him. <clears throat> trying to think of Jonathan Taylor and T. Higgins. Where are they at? They're pretty close to each other for me. Really? Do you trade yeah. Jonathan Taylor straight up for T. Higgins right now? I mean, that, I mean that they're probably like right next to each other in value, in my opinion. But so it would, like depend on, it would depend, it depend on my team need okay. and team situation. Okay. Okay. I think I'm not – I'll be honest. Like, I'm just not really sold on Taylor. One good year, one bad year. Like, I don't know. I'm I mean, sold. his rookie year, he finished real strong too. Wait. But, like, he's been – it's been, it's been he's losing people championships this year. I mean, it's been abysmal. I, I don't know. Um, if I can I mean, get a guy like – he got – if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. What's he going to do? I mean. If you can get a guy like TK, T. Higgins, you don't trade him straight up? Oh yeah, I mean they're they're even. They're about even, in my opinion. I go wide receiver. That's why that's why I said it'll come down to your team need and team build, and that's the situation when the value is even. I'm I'm running from Taylor, if I'm being honest, but you know that may be uh, a, a bad opinion. But I think this time next year. I don't know. Running backs are so wishy-washy from week to from week to week, from year to year. I'm running from Taylor. Interesting. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens, but I don't it's think just a, I think we're on different ends of the spectrum of how much we're worrying about him. That's right now. fair. That's fair. But I'm probably running from Taylor. <laughs> All right. Uh, let, let's move on to Jalen Hurts. So th- this news just this would be the one person hours. I would not be running from. Yeah. So buying here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that you're gonna be able to buy him on a, on a short-term injury for a discount, but uh, it's a right shoulder injury. For this guy. Uh, right shoulder injury and his status is endowed for the next two weeks. Uh, kind of came out of nowhere because he finished the hey. game yesterday. We never came out. Didn't look like he got hurt at any point, but um, he, he might not play for the next week or two. Cool. Um, so we'll, we'll see how the reports go the rest of the week on that. But, uh, not great timing, being that it's you know the semifinals of fantasy leagues this upcoming week, and a lot of teams that have hurts probably had a bye week uh, as well, so they're probably you know hanging around still in their leagues, and then this happens. So, uh, not great. I, I mean, if Gardner Minshew's in there, I think that's still going to impact the receivers there, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith as well. I don't um, think as much. I think it's it's, it's not going to be them, it's not going to be the end of the world for them, but it's still. A I hit. think he's going to throw the ball like <clears throat> a different dynamic at quarterback. But yeah, what do you uh, what do you think about Jalen Hurts overall? Like, what what are your thoughts on Jalen Hurts overall? Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. What what are your thoughts? I think that's probably the top three dynasty quarterbacks right now. And you think that could be – you don't think Jalen Hurts could be number one out of that? or what, what I mean, I think they're all pretty close. I think you're kind of nitpicking if you have to pick one over the other, really. I mean, they're all okay. real close, in my opinion. Jalen Hurts over Justin Herbert. How much farther <laughs> along is Jalen Hurts over Justin Herbert? I mean, Herbert's in the next tier for me. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of Jalen Hurts. I would, I would, uh, uh, having Patrick Mahomes right now, I would look to D 
steal Patrick Mahomes for Jalen Hurts plus something else to like take advantage of the yeah I, of the landscape. Like I was, I'd be willing to like deal <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes for Jalen Hurts in a first, right? Like I'd be stupid not to. I I don't know that the Hurts owner would be willing to do that though. In many I don't scenarios, know. maybe not. <clears throat> maybe not. Maybe they're riding high, but uh, I mean, I I don't think you would trade Mahomes or Allen straight up for Hurts, right? I mean, you, you, it's just preference at that point. I mean, I mean, they're all so close, and you know, every you can kind of nitpick things about each of them if you want. But I mean, you you can't go wrong if you like one over the other and want to do it straight up trade, go for it. I mean, I don't think you're really losing anything in any combination there of hmm. like a straight up trade. What do you think? I disagree. Um, I think uh, Patrick Mahomes is probably the the pretty consensus quarterback, like top fantasy quarterback. And then with with Josh Allen, like really like there, right? Like he's right behind him. I think it would be a downgrade from Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes to Jalen Hurts at this point. But you know, not enough that I wouldn't consider. Trying to get something else with it, I guess. If if, if that's yeah, I mean, if you're about. able to get something else with it, sure. But, but no, I think I think Patrick Mahomes is pretty much the consensus. And then uh, and and Josh Allen's right there, but uh, I, mean, I, I don't I, know. I would that, argue that Allen's more the consensus top quarterback, but I disagree. We're, we're I, dis- I disagree. I I feel like you say that because you have him. Let's look at DLF right now. I who's the top quarterback in fantasy points scored right now? Points per game and total fantasy points. Who's who's the top fantasy point scorer in the league right now? Again, we're we're nitpicking there. It's what three eighty six, three seventy five. I mean, is that does does that mean something? Plus than a point a game. Oh, oh okay. So Josh Allen is somehow. Better I mean, if you want to go that route, who is QB one the last two seasons? Who's the QB one this season? <laughs> Yeah, DLF has Josh Allen ahead of Mahomes. But yeah, I mean it's close. Well, it's DLF is that doesn't DLF isn't the all seeing gods. They're, they're I know, it's a pretty good consensus resource, I feel like though. You wouldn't trade. I mean, I'm telling you, Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback one. This is very obvious. <clears throat> okay. But that's fine. I mean, who do you think is gonna finish as the quarterback one this year? Um, it could be any one of the well, if Hertz is out, it's not gonna be him anymore, but no, I mean, but it looks like be it's going to be Patrick between Mahomes. Mahomes and Allen. I mean, it's yeah. 11 points. I mean, it can go either way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's going to be my my boy Mahomes. So we can tag him. Let's let's tag Mahomes in the in the post later on because that's my boy. Okay, I'm sure he'll listen to it for you. He might, yeah. and it would be, it would mean the world to me, Patrick, if you listen. Not the garbage Patrick in our league. Other All right, Let, let's move on. Uh, Tyler Lockett, uh, another significant injury this week. He fractured his head in the game on Thursday night. Uh, it sounds like he could potentially return as early as week 17. How do you potentially return from a fractured hand two weeks later? Um, well, he had surgery the day after, so it was on Friday because they played on Thursday. So two-week recovery from that, I guess. Uh, I don't know how bad of a break it was or, or fracture or whatever it was. But, um, like he's, I mean, he's going to be out this week, but maybe if, maybe he's back week 17. He's a receiver. He catches the ball <laughs> with his fucking hands. 
Like he's gonna return a week from now? Well, it's two weeks really, but oh, oh, two weeks. I apologize. I mean, I don't know. That, that's what the reports say. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. No, he's not. He's gonna. He's out the rest of the season. Are you kidding me? He's not All returning. Right. All right. Uh, you're 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 a medical doctor now, apparently. But oh, uh, <laughs> closest thing to medical doctor. Okay. Uh, Colt. We'll move on. Colt McCoy. He got concussed in that game. Uh, so the quarterback situation is even worse in Arizona. Going out for a week early. If he misses, who's the third string quarterback over there? Trace McSorley. Oh geez, yeah, his name says it all. Yeah, he he didn't look so good in relief. Um, no shit. It would be hard to start a a receiver there like Hopkins or Marquise Brown with any confidence. Thank God I didn't trade. I mean, him you much. probably have to start um, DeAndre Hopkins if you have him, but not. I wouldn't be excited about that. <clears throat> um, lastly, one sec. Lastly, not a new injury, but Mike White. Uh, we, we mentioned earlier that he did end up missing this week too when he was expected to play. Um, and it sounds like he's going to miss week 16 as well for the reports. So uh, we're, we're looking at another Zach Wilson week, this upcoming week, most likely. Great. Wonderful. Super excited for that. Yeah. So speaking of, let's, let's talk about Zach Wilson here. Um, he did have his best fantasy game of the year this past week. Looked, I mean, he, I don't think he looked great, but he's looked better than, what he had looked like when in his previous games, 18 to 35. So only about 50% completion rate, uh, but 317 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, it was good enough for the QB eight finish on the week. Fantasy wise. Um, what would you think of that performance? I'm not sold. I'd rather have Mike, Mike White. I think, well, Mike yeah, White... I mean, I, I think anybody would. Yeah. But, oh, you think anybody would, I don't think that's the case. We're sitting here talking about Zach Wilson. <clears throat> With three or seventeen passing yards and two touchdowns, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I'm. I'm not. A, I'm not a Zach Wilson believer, dude. I'm just not going to be there. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'd agree. I'm not a believer, but he's at least looked better. So, I mean, maybe they go back to Mike Way week seventeen once he's available again. But I, th- I think uh, there it sounded like there was a riff with the coaching staff and ownership. Uh, and some reports as well with the Jets where ownership wants sure. Zach Wilson to be in there. They, you know, put the number two overall pick in him. And the coaching staff seems like Mike White more. So um, who, do you, who do you trust more, coaching staff or ownership? I mean, yeah, the coaching staff in this in this oh, case. Shit. I mean, yeah, I, the offense looks a lot better with Mike White. It flows better. Um, but, I mean, I, to Zach Wilson's credit, they were in that game and had a chance to win it toward the end. But Yeah. Uh, I'm not a believer in Zach Wilson. I want nothing to do with him. Um, Mike White, Mike White over Zach Wilson. Not sold on Zach. I don't think either of them is a long-term guy. Probably. Uh, I mean, I think they're going to hold on to Zach Wilson through next year and give him another shot sure. at some point. But I think it's going to be probably going to be the two of them next year there before they invest heavily in a whether it be a draft pick or a free agent quarterback to come into town. Absolutely. Um, maybe maybe they do get maybe they do sign somebody like maybe a Jimmy Garoppolo next year or something like that. But oh, that'd be interesting. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see how Zach Wilson finishes out the year. I guess I think that'll tell a lot um, on what they do in the future. That's fair. Uh, let's talk about Kirk Cousins' game as well. Um, that game against the Colts Saturday. I mean, 
not only, I mean, Cousins and the whole Vikings team just had a horrific first half down 33, nothing. Uh, then it was all Vikings in the second half. Kirk finished with uh, 34, 54, 460 yards, four touchdowns and two picks. Uh, only good enough for QB two on the week. Uh, he is up to QB eight on the season. Stud. Uh, how would you rank him dynasty wise? Where would he be in your dynasty? Dynasty wise, I mean, I don't even know that he would be a top. I don't think he'd even be a. He definitely would be a top fifteen dynasty quarterback. Um, maybe top twenty. I mean, I. I yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, he's going to be thirty five years old come next season. Yeah, he's, he's old as shit. I mean, but he's always been. He's always been underrated, though. I feel like. Yeah, he's always, he's always been, been, been like a borderline QB one, yeah. but ranked as like a mid, you know, QB two. He's finished just like what a quarterback ten through thirteen for the last. Yeah, he's always been in that range. He's been solid. Yeah. Like, if you're in a two quarterback league, you could do way worse, right? Like, starting Kirk Cousins as your quarterback too is, especially if you get someone like this out of him. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, Kirk Cousins happens to be my second quarterback, so I have Patrick Mahomes, and then Kirk Cousins in my dynasty <laughs> league. I've never had to use him, but like. I don't feel bad plugging him in, right? Like if I have to. Yeah, I mean he's a great guy to have. Is in one quarterback league is your second quarterback in dynasty. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I I uh, I don't expect almost 500 passing yards and four touchdowns out of him every every you know. Well, yeah, they're not going to be trying to come back from 33 nothing every week. Yeah, but uh, he's capable, right? Like you know that he can do it. He can throw for almost 500 <laughs> passing yards and. Having Justin Jefferson as a as a receiver doesn't hurt either. Well, sure, but that means he's capable if he has <clears throat> yeah. a stud like that over absolutely. there. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, don't take don't take stuff away from Kirk Cousins. Dude. I'm not. I'm not trying to take away from him. I'm just saying that that helps if you get to a 460 yard game sometimes. Sure, sure, absolutely. <clears throat> but uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. Do I think he's the quarterback eight on the season? Do I think he deserves to be quarterback eight? Probably not. You know, but I think he's good. I think he's I think he's decent. Yeah, yeah, he he's he's been just fine. Like you know, he's been around that range all year, and um, yeah, he's probably QB fifteen to eighteen, maybe maybe down to twenty uh, in dynasty. But yeah, we can talk about that more in the off season too. Once when we kind of have more discussion on the on the rankings at each position and where we think guys should be. Uh, let's talk about some running backs. Uh, a couple older running backs this week we'll talk about. First, Raheem Mostert. Uh, he had a big day, 17 for 136 in the game against the Bills Saturday night. Uh, had one catch for 20 yards as well. Finished as RB10 on the week. Um, no Jeff Wilson in that game, so that, that helped him with a little extra volume as well. Um, volume likely will go down once Jeff Wilson's back, but um, is, is he somebody you'd be you feel no. safe in starting? No, in, in the no. fantasy playoffs, no, not, not necessarily not for your team, more so in general. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I've always liked Mostert, like, I think we've always known that, like, in spurts, he's really good, mm-hmm. like, he has that ability to break off those long runs, and he's very quick um do i want to start him in the fantasy playoffs no no i do not um he looked good 
Um, if if uh, you know, Jeff Wilson's out again. Would you start? If Jeff Wilson's out again next year. Or <clears throat> next year, next okay. week. Um, I would maybe. I don't know that. I I don't. If I was in a pinch, I would consider starting him. Um, I don't know. I don't think you feel good about starting. What is he like? 30, 30 Right From now, there, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know that I want to start him. He looked great. Looked he looked great. He proved me wrong. If I ever talk shit, but uh, I mean, do you really want to plug in Raheem Mostert as your running back too? I mean, he'd be more of a flex option in my opinion. But I mean. I mean, in the dynasty league, I would want, I would hope I had better options, but for me, I'd be starting him over Mike Williams or Jerry Judy. That's probably not happening. Yeah, right? I probably wouldn't do that. But but I'm not starting him over James Conner or Austin Eckler. So, um, I mean, he's looked good. I mean, he's looked good. That's a that's a good offense. When when that offense is clicking, they they're doing very well. Um, he's an older running back who's. You know, providing some. I mean, if you start him this week because you had to, you're super thrilled, right? Yeah. Like huge. So, I don't love starting him. Just like I probably wouldn't love starting the second guy. Yeah. So Latavius Murray, he had a big week as well. Twenty four carries, hundred thirty yards, and a touchdown. Finishes RB seven on the week. Um, I mean, he's seeing volume consistently. Are you confident starting him as your running back too? No, but I mean, I'm, I, there's a dynasty league where I'm going to have to because I just lost Jonathan Taylor. And I, I somehow okay. won that week. So um, I, I've i had all kinds of injuries at my running back position there. Do you there. feel good about it? Or do you, are you like? I mean, I don't feel great about it, but I don't have any other options. So that's fair. I mean, I'm not saying like, I don't think these guys can't be like. I mean, he, it could pay off. Options. I mean. But I, I don't, I, it's not like, um, I'm not feeling great about it. Right. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, like, this is like a plug and play. Like. Whereas, like, if somebody, like, if, if Leonard Fournette was going to play this week and I started Rashad White as my running back, too, I'd feel really good about it, right? But I wouldn't feel, like, Latavius Murray or Hugh Mostert, I wouldn't feel, even with what they're doing now, I don't know that I would feel like, yeah, this is for sure, like, I'm getting 20 points out of them. Yeah, I think with Murray, this week's probably more of a fluke because they had positive game script and kept running the ball because they were playing. I mean, they're a bad team, but they were playing an even worse team and in, in the Cardinals this week. So, sure. um, I mean, they're not going to see that positive game script where they're up every week and they can just keep running the ball, handing it off to them. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of these running backs are going to depend on game script, right? It's going to depend on what they're. Yeah. A lot of the secondary guys, you know, Guys like Mostert and and Murray, yeah. I mean, if the Dolphins are trailing big in a game, Mostert's never going to get 17 carries. I mean, that game was pretty close most of the game, so they kept running the ball and they had success running it too. I wouldn't. I have Raheem Mostert on my dynasty team, and I'm not looking. I really don't want to start him. Like, I wouldn't be looking to start him at all. Oh yeah, in your situation, you have better options, but I mean, God, it just depends on what you're what you're dealing with. Sure, if you're dealing with a lot of injury and you have to start him, or, yeah. I mean, you could do worse. Like, it's game script goes the right way. I mean, yeah, sure, he could give you 20 points. Like, I'm not disagreeing with that. Uh, let's move on to some receivers. Uh, we're talking, all three of these guys we're going to talk about kind of been uh, disappointing this year. 
I mean, they didn't have big expectations, but they've all disappointed on what expectations they had. Um, starting first with KJ Osborne. He had a big game this past week on that big comeback for the Vikings. 10 for 157, a touchdown on 16 targets. Uh, he was the wide receiver one this week. <clears throat> that's insane. Yeah. Did I have that right? I feel like that's not right. Was he really wide receiver one? I don't actually think he was the wide receiver one. No, he was wide receiver two. Sorry. Okay. Um, we didn't, we're not talking about him. It's Zay Jones, wide receiver one this week. That's crazy, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, wide receiver two this week. Saw a ton of passing volume with that big comeback. They needed to win that game. Uh, he had kind of a breakout year last year, I'd say. He, he looked pretty good as the slot receiver, the third receiver for the Vikings last year and had a lot of a decent amount of usable games fantasy-wise. But this year he hasn't really done much of anything. Um, and, to, and really, until this game, he has one other or two other games with more than 10 fantasy points this year. Yeah, um, I yeah, I, I like adding him where he's available last year as kind of a stash guy, see what happens, but didn't really pan out this year outside of this game. Um, you know, the Vikings might move on from Thielen in the offseason, though. Um, he's as he's getting older, I think he's me 33. Um, yeah, and they do have some salary cap issues there as well. So there's a chance Osborne's the number two receiver next year in Minnesota. Um, so maybe, you know, next year he has a chance to put it back together and be a, a decent guy to, to have on your bench in the Dynasty League. But uh, any, any thoughts on Osborne? Uh, I'm not looking to start him actively. I, I agree with you. Like, potentially, like, having him on your bench is not, like, a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But I, I apologize about the noise, too. Like, there's a vicious corgi. and a real jerk. Get out of here. Um, no, I mean... I think having him on your on your bench is is great. I don't know how you'd ever justify starting him though. Yeah, I mean not right now. I mean you kind of got to see what happens in the future there. Yeah, I um, mean that's a great game to see out of him. Um, <clears throat> kind of random though, right? I mean ten for one. Yeah, that was players. unexpected to say the least. Um, yeah, I mean having him on your roster is great. I don't know that it's kind of sucks when he puts up a game like that. You're never going to get the. Not the expectation of that because they're never starting him. Yeah. Yeah, not right now. I mean, but yeah, he's a stash guy. And, you know, if things don't work out as a stash, I mean, he's going to be a roster clogger sooner than later. Uh, Speaking of roster clogger, Russell Gage uh, similarly had his first real usable game of the year. He's had his moments over over the years. Yeah, I mean, well, this year he signed that three-year, $30 million deal with Tampa. I'm thinking when he was with Atlanta. Yeah, but yeah he, he had some good games in Atlanta, but I think expectations were higher being, you know, with Tom Brady and the Bucks offense as the third receiver. And, Tom Brady's not that good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole offense has been a disappointment, really. <clears throat> but um, other than the game earlier in the year where Evans and Godwin both didn't play, he hasn't really had any usable games. Yeah. <clears throat> But he went eight for 59 with two touchdowns on this one on 12 targets. Great game. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, wide receiver five on the week. Um, but, yeah, he, I think – yeah, he's on my roster. I had to think for a second because he's been just clogging my roster, basically. But, he would never start him, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's never a consideration to start. He was just a guy <laughs> – similar to Osborne, I kind of had him on my bench hoping maybe, you know, he'd break out a little bit more, but hasn't happened, so – 
I mean, I, I can't drop him at this point, but we'll, we'll see what happens in the next year with him there. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> uh, lastly, uh, Deontay Johnson. Um, he had higher expectations than the previous guys, obviously, uh, coming into the year. Uh, he is coming off his best game of the year this week, 10 catches, 98 yards. Um, but he's been an overall disappointment, I'd say. Again, not just it's not just him on Pittsburgh. It's basically the whole offense has been disappointing this year. Um, he somehow has 77 catches this year without a touchdown. That's but, crazy. Yeah, the, I think that I think I saw somewhere that was a record for most catches in a season with no touchdowns. That's insane. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so I, I mean, I would say some positive touchdown regression is due his way, but. Well, not Pittsburgh scores enough touchdowns to really get that. So, um, but yeah, he's wide receiver thirty-five on the year. Um, That's what, crazy. What are your thoughts on Deontay? I know, I know you like Pickens a lot more, and I'm not uh, a big fan of Deontay to be honest. Uh, I, I don't think I ever really have been a big fan of Deontay Johnson. Um, I think he makes his living off of catching. You know, like 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 we just kind of said, like a lot of. A lot of balls, you know, he's got to catch 10 for 100 and maybe he could touch down to that. I think, I think Jordan, I, 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 uh, Jordan, I apologize, not, not Jordan, but I think, uh, I don't really know that I've ever seen Deontay Johnson as a bona fide wide receiver one. I think George Pickens is that bona fide wide receiver one. And maybe that takes some time. Maybe it's not this year. Um, it's nice to see Deontay do what he does, which is, I mean, he's, He's a possession wide receiver. He's going to catch a lot of balls. Um, in my opinion, I think there's a lot of, I think a lot of people expected Deontay Johnson to come out and be like a top 15 dynasty wide receiver. And I think that was foolish. I don't know if that's whatever, what he really was, but. Uh, I mean, he's finished as a top like 15 or so receiver the last two seasons, fantasy wise. And you, do you think I don't think I would call that expectations that what he is. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Do you believe that he's a top 15 wide receiver? I mean, I feel like if they had a better offense, he could be back there again because, I mean, he, he has the ability to – he's a good separator on the, short routes. Do you routes believe that he's the top dog wide receiver on his own team right now? Uh, I mean, he's had a better year than Pickens, if that's what you're asking. Do you believe that next year he's going to be the top dog? I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, what's the quarterback situation going to be? Are they going to stick with Pickett? I'm not, I mean, I would imagine I'm not even asking about the quarterback situation. I'm asking if you believe that he's the top alpha wide receiver on his own team right now. And I don't what think... Do you, defi- what do you mean by alpha? I mean, we're talking about... Are you talking about fantasy or are you talking about, like, frame-wise? Because I know you like Pickens because of his size. and Deontay's No, not because guy. of his size and speed. I mean, I understand. But I'm saying, like, do you think Deontay Johnson stays there and gets as many fantasy points as... George Pickens next year. I don't think that's the case. George Pickens. I, I, yeah, I think I think it's very think possible that, that they'll be very close in points next year. I would bet you <clears throat> thousands of dollars. That's not the case. But uh, <laughs> like a deal. No, I, I I think uh, I think there's a clear alpha over there, and I don't think it's Deontay Johnson. I don't think it's. I don't think there's any clear alpha in my opinion there. But I mean, I disagree. I think that I think that George Pickens is a rookie and is has has made bigger catches than Deontay. Deontay Johnson is... Is that what's sucking you in? Just like the big catch here and there and not the overall... big catch here and there? I mean, You're just like overlooking the overall inconsistency? There's been inconsistency in Deontay Johnson. I'm not saying there hasn't been, but I... Then what are you talking about? I I just feel like you're... 
I don't know. Inconsistent, inconsistent, inconsistent. Pickens has made like some nice passing catches, yes. But I feel like you're just stuck on your preseason take of him and can't get off of it. I don't. I disagree. I think that I've looked at at a player who's has <clears> how many years in the league as a veteran who's been inconsistent versus a, a player who's a rookie. Yeah, of course he's going to be inconsistent. He's he's playing with a rookie. I, mean, quarterback I don't think Deontay Johnson was inconsistent the last couple of years. This year he has been. And how do you explain that? The offense is just shitty this year. They have the, the quarterbacks are just shitty, or they just have a, a, a new alpha wide receiver who's going to take targets away. I mean, I, I I don't know. I think if you think, I think. I mean, targets hasn't been the issue for Deontay Johnson. But he's not making anything with those targets. Yeah, I, I agree. It's the quarterback play has been I mean, a, a big part of that. So you'd rather have Deontay Johnson over George Pickens right now? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying okay, right. Okay. Well, the, the, that's that's a that's a telltale sign if you're not saying that. Like, but if you ask course. me, who will have more fantasy points next year? I mean, I can't definitively say it's going to be George Pickens. Who would you rather have right now, George Pickens or Deontay Johnson? I mean, if I had Deontay we, Johnson, I'd be trading him straight up for George Pickens. Oh well, yeah, obviously, yeah. George Pickens obviously has higher value. He's younger and has it's not about time. being young. It's 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 about what he's shown too. I mean, you're you're doing a disservice to act as though he's done nothing. I mean, Deontay Johnson. It's it's not like you. It's Deontay Johnson hasn't been startable. It's not like you want to start. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, neither. Yeah, nobody there is. Yeah, really but the difference is one is a rookie and one is like five years in the league. That's the difference. Okay. I mean, I'm a George Pickens guy through and through, and you know that. But yeah, I do know that. <laughs> yeah, Deontay Johnson's not going to outscore George Pickens in fantasy points next year. That's just insane. And if you thought that, you wouldn't be willing to to give up Deontay Johnson. I mean, straight. dynasty is more than a one year window. I understand that, but I don't. I still don't think that. Like, stop. Like, Deontay Johnson is. People had high hopes. It's it's not going to happen. Like he's he's. I mean, I don't think he had high hopes. I mean, it just he's like a solid. You know, at his last two he years, he's like a solid wide receiver too. And you you have to understand who's throwing them the ball too. Like I don't think it's fair to like. Uh, what do you think I've just been saying? <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm saying like at the same time like, think about if Ben Roethlisberger was throwing, you know, George Pickens the ball in his prime. Like I don't know. Like it might be a different rookie season. So, you know, I'm just I'm just defending my boy. Like, I get it. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think George Pickens is absolutely a hundred thousand percent the person you'd rather have right now. The 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 wide receiver you'd rather have. Yeah, because we know Deontay Johnson doesn't have the high ceiling upside. Pickens has that, but I don't know how. You know, you're higher on me than him reaching that potential. I think he's going to reach that potential. I think he's going <clears> to <throat> going to surpass that potential, but. Uh, I think you see the the issue that you that can come with Deontay Johnson as well from this season. So, um, I I don't know. I like George Pickens a lot. I think he's still, you know, one of the better wide receivers out of this class. And I'm not. Again, I think if if asking you if you would trade Deontay Johnson straight up for George Pickens, and you're saying yes, well, there's your answer. Who's who's the better wide receiver? We know who the better wide receiver is. You know, I mean, I, well, no, you asked who you you didn't ask that you asked who's going to have more fantasy points next season, which was a different question. And I said, I don't know. It can go either way. No, I also asked you, would you trade? No, did I not ask you? Yeah, and you I said I would do that, but you I said Johnson straight up right now. The upside in the youth. He said yes. Com- combined with what 
you know, he, he has shown, but <clears throat> come on, man. There's a there's an alpha over there, and it's not Deontay Johnson. And we don't know that it's George Pickens yet either. I mean, he hasn't proven that to this point. He's he's pro- what are you talking? He's he's okay. And he's a rookie. He's a rookie. Not every rookie. I understand. Yeah. At twelve hundred yards, you know, beyond eighty catches, like that's just not going to happen. But like, he still looked pretty damn good when he like he's made some pretty crazy catches. He's shown a lot of talent. Like you're getting sucked in by the highlight catches. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'll get sucked in by the highlight. But uh, you know. What do you think Pickens goes for in our league right now? We're not going to be able to get. You know, I don't think we could get Pickens. Well, we talked that. about it last year. You had you had Pickens a lot higher than I did in the bunks rookie wide receivers. I, I had him at like six or seven. You had him at three or four. I forget, but yeah, I think of four, four or five. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't have him over Alave or Garrett Wilson or. Uh, you had him over London though, didn't you? I had him over. I I like Pickens better than London. And I don't. You know, maybe that makes me stupid, or maybe a year from now that's looking like a genius move. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not – I think George Pickens is going to be be a stud over there. But, like you said, maybe it's based on quarterback play. Maybe it's based on whatever. But uh, I like George Pickens a lot. So, All right. Well, let's move on to uh, tight ends. Uh, George Kittle first. We'll talk about him. He had his big game on Thursday night, four for 93 and two touchdowns. <laughs> Tight end one on the week. Um, Debo was out, so that kind of helped funnel a little more volume to him, although he only did have five targets. Um, I think Debo's not expected back for at least another week, maybe two. Um, How do you he, feel about playing him? When uh, I mean, the guy you're going to play him in the. the I'm fine with it because I feel like we both won that trade. I mean, Pollard helped me. I got Tony Pollard in that trade, which. Yeah, but you had such an advantage on tight end. See, like, I, I feel, you know I feel like. Starting a tight end. But see, I feel like I grew an advantage at, you know, a flex spot there. You but think you were you there Pollard that there. week at the flex that weekend? <clears throat> I mean, uh, I'd be, you know, I, I've i had some, with Pittman's been inconsistent with. The Colts offense this year. Evans has had a down, <laughs> down-ish year. Um, De- I mean, I'm not going to trust Deontay Foreman or Jamal Williams in the playoffs. I mean, th- one of those guys would have had to be starting. I mean, I'm already going to have to start one of them. I guess two of those guys would have had to have been starting. I guess I'm just assuming that, like, dude, you had probably, what, the third, maybe the second best tight end right now with Kelsey next to him. Like, I would not have. Like you have such a positional advantage at tight end. Like who's Pat starting at tight end if he doesn't have Kittle? Well, Waller's back, so I guess he probably would be and a Waller's, Waller. Yeah, stop. But Waller's in good shape, and you know that Waller's not going to do dick next week. He had a touchdown this week. That saved his entire stat line. Yeah, I mean, they, I think they used him back. He only played about half the snaps in that game. I mean, <clears throat> okay. I mean, I'm just I'm saying like. Listen, Tony Tony Pollard was a great pickup. He's looked like an absolute stud. But man, I would not have wanted like I I feel like Kittle could be on Kelsey's. Uh, I feel like it was like I don't look at it the same way you do because I know you talked about this with your Andrews trade. I look at it more of an overall than I don't like break it down by position. Like oh, I have this much advantage here. Like I feel like my overall lineup got better with Pollard. 
Yeah, but I think I think you can say that. But I feel like like to say like it's not positional. Of course, it's positional. Travis Kelsey is outscoring on average every other tight end by like seven points, and that includes Kittle. So I didn't really change anything. Well, to be fair, Kittle hasn't. Kittle's only started to to start playing games recently. I mean, he was out. Didn't he miss a couple games? He missed the first two games of the year. That was it. Like. I don't know. I also think he's got better quarterbacks thrown to him. Big cock Brock is throwing him the ball, dude. He might get three touchdowns a game. You don't know. Well, I mean, I, I love big cock Brock, but I don't think it's... Yeah, so big cock Brock throwing him 200 yards plus a, you know, a touchdown or two a game. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I thought about offering you many times for George Kittle and like, my issue was I didn't want to make you better. I didn't know that that would, you don't want to make me better. And then you like, you traded Pat, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that, maybe, maybe Kittle scores six points this week. I don't fucking know, but uh, I feel like that was your big positional advantage was was Travis Kelsey. I mean, I still have. I mean, he's an advantage over any other tight end. Like, I I think Kittle started to come 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 into his own the past couple weeks, right? Like, especially. No, I mean, uh, before this game, he had four for twenty eight, two for twenty two, three for twenty six. The last three before. All right, all right. I mean, I'm not. I, I I don't expect you to lose this week. I expect you to to win handedly. But you know, I think Kittle giving somebody Kittle allowed them to. I mean, yeah. I mean, we both of our teams got better. I feel like from that trade. So I don't feel like I lost any, you know, advantage I had because I feel like my team got better as much as his team got better. Yeah, I mean. I don't think your team was as bad as you're making it sound like they desperately needed Tony Pollard over George Kittle. But I mean, there was a time last year where you were starting George Kittle and, and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I, I did at times. Yeah. And that's because I didn't have the, the other, the depth at other positions, but I mean, ultimately if you don't, you don't really want to have to start two tight ends a week, but. Fair. I'm loved. Yeah. I don't disagree with you, but um, yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Pat's team scares me a little bit. He has a good team. I mean, his if his running backs have big, well, he has running good running backs. backs. Like, yeah, he's gonna have a decision team. to make. I mean, he put McKinnon over Stevenson this week because I saw that. I was surprised. Stevenson by was kind of. I think it was questionable coming in, but um, he, you know, unsure about workload. And McKinnon yeah. has been pretty reliable the last couple of weeks, so I, I get that why he did that. But he'll have a decision to make if he puts McKinnon in over. Um, you know, somebody, I mean, yes, Walker, Kamara, Stevenson, and Josh Jacobs. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know that you can't start McKinnon over those guys with full health, but <clears throat> it'll be a decision for him to make. I'll be interested. I'll be I'll be watching very intent. Stop biting. All right. Uh, let's move on to Dawson Knox. <clears throat> He had his first real big game of the year on Saturday That's night, six for ninety-eight a touch. Uh, back-to-back weeks is the top five tight end for him, though. Um, but he's been disappointing coming into the year. We, I think, people expected more. Um, but he's been better of late, up to tight end thirteen overall in the year. Any thoughts on Dawson Knox? I don't know. I feel great starting him, but he's looked he's looked all right the last two weeks. Yeah, I think he's 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 in an offense that. I'm 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 a little surprised he's not utilized a little bit more. What'd I do, especially with the receivers. They, I mean, outside of Diggs, I mean, Gabe Davis has been a disappointment. 
Yeah. I mean, they don't really, I mean, Isaiah McKenzie hasn't done too much. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised as well. He hasn't been a little bit more involved. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's about to get more involved. I don't know, but he's, he's looked pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, he's coming off two good weeks. So I, I would feel somewhat comfortable. Start. I think I am starting him in a, in a league or two, actually, myself. Um, okay. But, That's cool. Yeah. That's what I would do. Uh, another guy kind of on that fringe uh, borderline of wanting to start, Jawan Johnson. He had two touchdowns this week, four for 67, uh, receiving tight end three on the week. Um, his fantasy production has been very tied to his touchdowns, though. Uh, he does have seven touchdowns in 13 games played. And this was his first game of the year with more than 47 receiving yards. And he is somehow tight end 10 on the year. Um, I actually just put a waiver in for him in my two quarterback league because I've got nothing at tight end. So, um, hoping to get him. Yeah, I mean, he gets it, it, just like many guys at tight end. He gets you a touchdown. He, you love him. If not, you hate him. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't love starting it, but playing the Browns this week. Um, I don't know. We'll I see. Mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to start him, I guess. I thought this week. I had Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts still went down with injury. I alternated between Mike Gusecki. I picked up uh, a Kaiqua, too. I thought you might put him in there. I, we I were thought about it, yeah. We were Komet. facing each other in that league, and unfortunately, my team just kind of shit the bed. But Yeah, which is weird because you, you know that, like, both my two quarterbacks combined for, like, 18 points. Yeah, crazy. I mean – Often had a 50 yard touchdown at the end of that game. That was, you would have had you would have had 10 combined points, I think. Well, but yeah, but but I still <clears> and you still would have won, won yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, you're not wrong. Like Tyler Huntley had five total points, and yeah, yeah, it was that was a I'm surprised that I even won that the way my quarterbacks played. It does pathetic. Yeah, I mean you had good performances outside your other positions though. So round was huge, yeah. Um Barkley did well. Yeah, and I had some just like Diggs only got me ten points in that league, but yeah, we don't we don't need to go in depth on that. But well, to be fair, yeah, Diggs kind of scared <clears> me. Like uh, Diggs, how do you feel about Diggs? I mean, as far as what, like starting him? Like, I mean, is yeah, like am I him. concerned that he had a down week? Well, this is like this is like two or three down weeks right now. Uh, two. I mean, he had. In week 13, he had 22 points. Um, what do you have last week? Three for 37 last week, five for 60. I don't worry too much about it. I mean, they're playing the Bears defense, which is this coming week, which has been, you know, you just saw what A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith did to them. So, I mean, Diggs, Diggs worries me a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I can, um, I feel like I've had Diggs and Eckler in a couple leagues, and they've kind of uh, – you know, they haven't went in on a hot streak, so but they make me a little nervous. But I'm glad that you have a lot of uh, yeah, I wouldn't be worried about takes. Okay, all right, all right, uh, let's get to the rookie corner. You want to start us off with the first couple guys here, Ryan? Yeah, so Tyler Algier, the uh, Falcons rookie running back, 17 for 139 and one. Uh, he's looked pretty good as a runner. Um, I know they've been splitting a lot of the carries. I think between 
uh, now that uh, Patterson is back. And then I believe Caleb Huntley, who I think went, who I think actually yeah. Yeah. that game, but uh, he looks pretty good. I mean, are you feeling, are you feeling good about Tyler Algier? Uh, I, I'd feel like if I had him, I'd be hoping he finishes strong like this and hoping that lands him like the lead running back role there next year. I don't think he catches footballs, right? Like he does not catch the he, ball. He hasn't this year, but that could be, I mean, even Patterson hasn't caught as many balls as he did last year. I think that might be. Well, we know <laughs> Patterson can catch football. Right. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know that we, I mean, he, he profiled as somebody who could in college. So we'll see. Maybe. Maybe um, a new quarterback there will, will will change things next year, but yeah, yeah, this year he has he has caught the ball much. I think he has like ten receptions or less. Okay, um, he seems like a like a first second down type of guy. He looks good when he runs the football. Um, he looks really good. Um, I think he's more of a running back type profile than obviously Cordero Patterson. Um, I would expect him to kind of have a hold on this job with what he's been doing, but uh, I like him. I think did you did you draft him in the dynasty? Uh, German Wonder kind has him ah. in his taxi squad, I think. But I would expect him to be pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he'll have a good shot to be the lead guy in Atlanta next year as that's running back position. I don't know. He was drafted in what the fourth round. He's a fifth round pick, so. Oh, so I mean, they could still take it wouldn't some. surprise me if they brought somebody else in or had another like mid round draft pick at running back, but sure. um, I think he's done enough. He, to, he's done enough to potentially be in the mix for the lead role next year. I don't think it's not like they're just going to give it to him. I think he'll be in the mix. Probably have to compete with like a veteran they bring in or something. But I think it can't hurt <laughs> this. Like this is only good that you're seeing him do this. But yeah, yeah I agree. Are you starting him in the fantasy playoffs tomorrow? A- absolutely not. No, you're not. You're not putting him in your lineup, but sure. Um, yeah, he, he's a good stash, and maybe he's the lead guy next year. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, he looks good. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on Cordero Patterson? Is he he's he's pretty much done, though, right? Like, you're not, I mean, yeah, I mean, anything out of a 31 year old, yeah. Well, what, what more can you expect from him at this point? I mean, that's fair. I mean, he's looked, I mean, I think it's a fair question to ask. I mean, he looked. Like a he looks good in flashes. I just don't think he can handle the like major volume anymore, and, and that's understandable. I mean, he's been in the league for, for like ten years. He's thirty. He's gonna be thirty. How old is he? Thirty-one. He's gonna be thirty. He's gonna be thirty-two in March. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay, that's fair. Next guy we'll talk about is Jalen Warren. <clears throat> uh, I've talked about him a lot. I feel like, but eleven. Uh, rushing attempts for 38 yards and a touchdown, uh, one catch on one target for 11 yards. Um, they've been talking about getting him involved more and more every week. Um, however, we've seen Najee Harris kind of start to come and get things figured out. So I feel like he hasn't gotten those um, attempts and that kind of involvement that maybe they thought they were going to give him. Um, I think he looks really good. Um I don't know that he's overtaking Najee Harris, you know, tomorrow or next year or next week. But, uh, you know, if something were to happen to Najee, and I know that we've already seen that with what we had that one week where Najee went down with something, but I think Jalen Warren is, is it could be a potential 
um, you know, top handcuff to a running back, right? Like he, something happens to Najee Harris, Jalen Warren's coming in and taking all the, you know, yeah, all the work. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to have him. I actually have him in our dynasty league. Um, and it's, it's nice to see him get some, to get some run. I don't know how, I I mean, I know we've talked a lot of smack on Najee. I don't know how you feel about Najee, Jamie, but, um, Yeah, we, we we early in the year we were have we were having field day on just you know talking about yeah. how bad he's been, but to his credit, it hasn't been great the last few weeks, but he's been better since week ten or so. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a step in the right direction. I don't know if he's gonna you know keep getting better from this point, but he's looked a little better lately. Uh-huh. In the mix of that, Warren did get hurt and miss a game. They kind of used him back for a couple games, I think. So maybe yeah. maybe that's why he only had a few touches. Uh, in each of the last couple, but yeah, I agree. He's a, he's a, he's a higher end handcuff, similar to like a like an Alexander Madison. You know, whatever. Yeah, Del- absolutely, style, that'd be, you know, it's you plug a solid comparison. Get a yeah. game, probably, but that's that's kind of like the the range he's in. I'd say, uh, like value wise, I, I consider him like an Alexander, like an Alexander Madison, where like <clears throat> when Delvin Cook misses a game, it's like Delvin Cook doesn't miss a game because Alexander Madison can plug in. And still get you the same amount of points, and I think the same thing could be potentially be for Jalen Warren, right? Like Najee yeah. Harris game or two, and Jalen Warren doesn't. There's no nobody skips a beat. He comes in, he gives you 15 to 20 points. Yeah, and and I think that's not only that, but like some teams, if their starting running back goes down, they just go to a committee of guys. Sure. Um, like with with Madison, the Vikings, if you know that they'll give him Dalvin Cook's volume if he's yeah, out. There's no, there's and no, I think I think Pittsburgh would do the same with Warren with Terrace's volume. Absolutely. So I I think if you have him in a league, I think you sit on him and you just look at him as as depth. And if something happens, then you know you potentially have a running back too. So yeah, absolutely. Um, the next guy we were going to talk about is Jahan Dotson. Mm-hmm. Big game four for one hundred five. Uh, and a touchdown on six targets. Um, he's he looked really good in the beginning of the year. Um, then he got injured. I don't remember how how many games he missed. Maybe what like three or four games. I think it, they have four, four, maybe five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he looked really good. I remember we had this conversation about him, and I was not as high on him as you were, Jamie. You apparently <laughs> were, had a much better profile on him than I did because he's looked pretty freaking good. Um, I think maybe I just had a little bit against him because of the Washington commanders offense in general, but uh, yeah, he looks like he's going to be heavily utilized over there and it's only six targets, but um, he looks pretty good. I'll, I'll I'll be straight. Like he looks really good. I wish I would have drafted him. I mean, to get him in the, the, in the early second round would be, would be huge. So. Yeah, I, I was trying hard to make moves. I think he went what two oh one and two point oh one early league to get him. My brother took him um, two two. Yeah, but yeah, he started off hot, um, missed five <laughs> games. They kind of eased him back the first three games back, but those last two games, uh, five for fifty nine a touchdown, or five for fifty four in a touchdown, and then four for one oh five in a touchdown. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of similar to the numbers he's put up early in the year before he got hurt. Um, so that was good to see, but it, he's taken over Curtis Samuel as number two receiver too, as far as usage, um, since he's been back as well. So, uh, what do you think he does with Terry McLaurin? What do you think is going to happen with that? I mean, I, I think Mc, they signed McLaurin to an extension, so he's not going anywhere in the next couple of years. 
So he's he's long term number two receiver there probably. But um, you know the, they've been running the ball a lot. I think base part of that is because T- Taylor Heineke's their quarterback. Kind of he's played well, but he has his limits. So they're not gonna. Dude, he's played better than. Oh yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah, Taylor, no argument. I think he's played made the skill hundred times better than Kent, than once. Yes, but. That he's played well with, you know, but he has his limitations and we'll see what they do at the quarterback position next year. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I still like Dotson long-term. Ranking Dotson in your dynasty wide receivers, where is he at? Yeah, so I wanted to bring this up because we talked about that last week, but we didn't mention Dotson at all. Do you, do you put him over? So we had, we had Olave, Wilson, London, Pickens, Watson, Burks, Jameson Williams, his top seven guys we talked about. You, you put Dotson over any of those guys? No, but I put him right next to those. I think he's probably next up in that. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think I don't I, put him over any of those guys, but I put him like, what would that be like wide receiver seven or eight? Yeah. Eight. Yeah. I think I, I think I said I had Pickens at seven. I would have Dotson like right yeah. behind him at eight. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would have him right there. Um, yeah, I, I think that's fair to say. Um, yeah, I mean, what's that? He's showing a lot. I think he's, yeah, I think he's going to be really good. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be exciting, especially if they get a quarterback upgrade there next year to see uh, see how he develops. I mean, just what he's done this year <laughs> in his rookie year is impressive. I agree. Uh, with the quarterbacks that he has. So, um, yeah, I mean, his hot start to the year was with Carson Wentz. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I think he's good. There's, there's so many good wide receivers that came out of this. I remember, like, and I don't want to take credit for this, but when you were telling me, like, oh, this is a weak draft class, dude, this is not a weak draft class. There's so many good positional players that came out of this. Like, there's so many good, like, fantasy. Well, relevant- my concern coming into the year wasn't – was the – there wasn't really – any elite talent in the, in the I class. Think, I think we just named eight elite <laughs> wide receivers. I mean, those aren't all elite guys. I mean, they're good. I mean, I, I mean you don't think Drake London, George Pickens, <clears throat> Christian Watson, Chris Lave, Garrett Wilson, those aren't going to be elite wide receivers? It remains to be seen. They might be, but I would I mean, have bet on like more than two of those top eight receivers. <laughs> I think I think we can agree <laughs> that you acted as though this 2020 it's it's impressive. Yeah, I mean, very weak, and I don't. I, I was. I don't know. I wasn't that as down as you're saying. I mean, I I thought it was. I don't not think strongest because there wasn't as much top end talent, and but I think we've seen a lot of top end talent. Have you not? Yeah, yeah, and I said, yeah, there's been more than I thought, but I, elite wise, I that was that was concerning. And then after like that first teardrop of like the expected top seven guys, I thought was significant. But we've had a few guys beyond that. Um, surprise us. Yeah, I mean, Damian Pierce, uh, Rashad White, I think. Come, I mean, you, you yeah, see. Yeah. Um, yeah, Wat, Watson, Pickens were a couple. And Christian Watson, George Pickens, John Dotson were a couple guys outside of that top seven. Um, yeah, Damian Pierce. You're forgetting the biggest one right now. Um, Romeo Dubs. Oh, come on. <laughs> Stop, dude. We're, we're, we're still doing that. We're still doing that, dude. Oh, Romeo okay. Cubs, dude. <laughs> Insane. But no, I think I think this is a, a little bit of a deeper class than people thought it was going to be. And I think they dismissed a lot. Of... 
talent that was actually there but that's yeah i mean i will say running back wise outside of like brian robinson looks really good he looks yeah, like he's i mean yeah well let's talk about him actually because he's the next guy on our list so yeah he he had 12 for 89 and an 18 yard catch last he night in football yeah he, he looked good um he's shown more big play ability the last few games after kind of just looking like a plotter his first few sure. games after coming back from that gunshot wound um yeah, almost six yards of carry his last three weeks. Still almost split with Antonio Gibson, but uh, I don't know why. That I mean, Gibson has shown well as done well as too. I think. I mean, in his role, he's been more of the pass catcher lately, um, and Robinson's getting more of the carries. But and I think that's yeah. probably what suits that offense best. But yeah, um, what do you think on Robinson? I like him. I think I I think uh, I was telling you about him six months ago. Was I not talking about Brian Robinson? Like I'm a drug Brian Robinson, and then yeah, I think I have uh, no recollection of that to be honest with you. But oh, I'll stop. take your word <laughs> But yeah, I was, and you're like, who's Brian Robinson? Blah blah blah. And um, no, I definitely I, did not say who's Brian Robinson. I can I tell think, you that. No, much. I th- no, I think you said he's too small to be like an every down back or something. I would never. No, he's a big back. I would have never said that, dude. I promise you, I talked about Brian Robinson, and you're like, why? Like, no, he's not even like, why? I mean, even... yeah, I drafted him in the second round of one of my rookie drafts this year, which is huge. That's a good deal. He yeah. was supposed to be a third round running back, but uh, no, I, I like, I've liked Brian Robinson. I think he's got a lot of potential. I think, yeah, I think Gibson's not the 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 guy over there. Like I would expect Brian Robinson to maintain the hold on that, on that position, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think. I think I like him. I don't think he's ever going to be the running back that's not in some sort of committee, though, where he's just like you know, seventy-five percent of the running back touches. Yeah, I disagree with that. I think he. I think. I think he could be the lead guy in committee, but I don't think he's ever going to be like a bell cow. I mean, how many three-down running backs are in the league right now? I yeah, there's there's only a handful, but and, I don't think he has that potential to be one. I think he does, but I don't. <clears throat> I mean, you're talking about a guy that you took in like the late second round, like right. I mean, yeah, I, I never expected him to be that either. Like a flame? I, Probably not. No, I, absolutely, I didn't expect that from him. But I, you know, this is kind of what you're hoping to get when you drafted him is. Did, you know what you're getting the last three weeks out of him. This reminds me of when Derrick Henry came to <clears> him. <throat> and I said, Wow, I'm really psyched about Derrick Henry. And you said, No, he's not gonna be that good. And now he's on your team currently because you realized and adjusted to how great Derrick Henry is. So let me get this straight. You're comparing Brian Robinson to being a talent of Derrick Henry. Oh. Is that is that is that what you're saying? I might be. Uh, can can you explain to me when I said, oh, well, Derrick Henry's really good. And you're like, nah, he's like a two-down back, can't catch balls, not very good. And I said, I would draft him. And you said, no, and like, he's not very good. Do you remember I mean, that? that's also an opportunity cost. Where I remember that. I remember when you told me Devonta Freeman was garbage. So hey, you, you like the – just sit on anything I, I said that's wrong. I can make a book out of things that you told me. <laughs> You're sitting on two <laughs> takes of mine that turned out to be wrong. I don't think you for could. Three years. 
The only thing that comes to mind that I was actually wrong about was TJ Yeldon. That was that I was wrong about. But let's, let's not go into all these receivers you took in the first round. The pass that have busted, but well, we can do a whole episode on that it's in the future. Like, who cares? Like that's like exactly who cares? I mean, every not everybody's going to get all their rookie takes right coming in. I mean, it, it's impossible to. You just want to hope to get more right than you get wrong. Oh my God! Okay. <laughs> Fucking Kanye over here. All right. Uh, let's finish up here. Top five rookies this week. Um, Algier was actually the, the rookie number one for the second, and he was the top five rookie for the second time. Uh, Jahan Dotson for the third time this year. Rashid Shahid for the second time. Big Cock Brock the second week in a row. And Garrett Wilson. That, that's, that's offensive, dude. His teammate, did you see the interview after that game Thursday night? Yeah, I did. It was funny. Yeah, the, 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 the Ryan Fitzpatrick tried to bait George Kittle into calling him Big Cock Brock. Yeah, dude, it's a bunch of stupid bros being real <laughs> dumb. That, that was kind of funny to me. Formulate a thought, dude. What are you talking about? That's that's Pat and Matt and fucking Chris. <laughs> stupid idiot bros who are unable right. to formulate a thought. Let me get Top five rookies here to date. Garrett Wilson, number one still. Lave, 13 points behind him. Uh, Damian Pierce, we didn't mention this, actually, but he did get put on IR, so his season is oh, over. He's done for the year. Yeah, so he, he's done at 172 points. Uh, solid rookie campaign for him. Kenneth Walker. How do you feel four. about that? And Drake London, number five, currently. About Pierce? Yeah. Um, and his season, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he had a hell of a season for a fourth round draft pick at running back. Do you think he did enough? I think he will be the main guy going into next year, mostly because the Texans have a lot of holes and they can't really afford to be spending more draft picks on running backs. Um, if it were a better team, they might consider bringing in somebody else still, but I, I think he's done enough to get the job next year. Okay, that's fair. <clears throat> Are you comfortable with uh, Damian P- or, uh, Pierce as like your running back two next year? Um, probably, yeah. I mean, that's probably about where he'll be ranked. I mean, I, I haven't. I'd have to think about it further to tell you for sure. But off the top of my head, I think so. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I wouldn't. Would you? Yeah, probably. I wouldn't. I don't know that I feel great about him as my running back too. But right, like, I wouldn't feel terrible. I mean, it's not the best would, RB option, makes, but it makes sense, right? Like it makes sense that um he would be there. But uh, but I don't know. <clears throat> I, I I honestly don't know. If you could flip him for a first for next year's draft, would you do that? I would do it in a heartbeat. I think I would too. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't even think I think. I think Pierce can be the guy next year, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll see if he has the longevity. I mean, there, but I have skepticism about it. You could flip him for George Pickens, would you? <clears throat> yeah. You do that? Okay. Uh, Jahan Dotson. Do you flip him for Jahan Dotson? Yeah. Any of those top eight receivers we talked about, I would, I would take over Pierce. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I. I <clears throat> I don't know. Like he, they. Ah, uh, that's such a hard. That's such a hard thing. But I think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, they. 
probably uh, Damian Pierce next year. How do you feel about him? I Yeah, well, we can get, we can get into that more in the offseason, too. I think a lot of these rookies, I feel like um, we should definitely do a, a Dynasty uh, 22, 2022 Dynasty Rookie Draft redo sure. uh, between the three of us, you, UI and John, on a future episode after the season and kind of delve, delve a little further into our thoughts on the rookies and kind of how we see their their future outlook. Yeah, we have completely different takes on the rookies, I think. but Some of them. Some of them, not all of them, but uh, you know, I know them. Yeah, that'll make for some good discussion. For sure. No, I think uh, there's a lot of uh, possibilities out there, right? But I don't know. Damian Pierce makes me, I don't know. I don't know if anybody likes Damian Pierce, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people have skepticism for him long term. But. Who do you value? Who do you value, Christian Watson? Like Christian Watson. Who do you value similarly to <clears throat> Watson? Um, like rookie wise or anyone? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Let me think here. I mean, he's probably somebody like like a mid first round pick. Just off wow. the top of my head. What would you? What would you say? I'd say late, maybe mid. I mean, so Christian Watson for trying to think. Um, Christian Watson for Aaron Jones. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I think I'm leaning Watson just because Jones is older. I, I, think, back. I think you have to lean Watson, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's where I'm leaning initially when you say that. That's a tough one though, right? Like yeah, it is tough. Uh, like I don't, I don't know. I'm like thinking like Christian Watson. Uh, oh my god, this is tough. Christian Watson. Christian Watson or DJ Moore. Christian Watson, I think. I think that's think- close, but I would probably lean in that DJ direction. Moore? Huh? I think you have to do Christian Watson there. Uh, Christian Watson or Jerry Judy? Uh, Watson pretty easily for me. That sounds that sounds fair. But you don't think that like changes with the way Christian Watson or Cortland Sutton? Watson, yeah. Okay, so we don't like... Okay, Christian Watson... Uh, Christian Watson or... Devonta Smith or Christian Watson? I think Smith. Yeah, I would go Smith for sure, but that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um and there's so many good ones. Uh Christian Watson or T. Higgins? T. Higgins pretty easily there. Okay. Okay. I, I had to do like a check. Really? Okay. Is he... T. Higgins, I, I told you this before. I think T. Higgins is a top ten dynasty receiver. I know you said that. You you are pretty staunchly like a top 10 dot. That's so crazy. Cause like, I don't, you are pretty staunch. Okay. Um, Christian Watson or. Yeah. I don't know. Michael Pittman. Pittman. Pretty easy. 
I mean, not as easy as Higgins, but I, I still like Pittman more. <clears throat> I think a new quarterback in Indy, if they finally get a good quarterback instead of going with these <laughs> guys every year, could uh, make a big difference there. Hmm. But Christian Watson or, or Mark Andrews? Uh, I mean, you think you have to go with Andrews, but it's getting closer by the day. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Um, let, let's wrap up though. Um, looking forward to next week, seeing uh, how these fantasy playoff matchups shake out, and um, well, it'll be either you or Joe in the championship next week. Um, yeah. So uh, hopefully Joe's able to join and you guys can talk about your matchup. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see who wins between me and Pat and uh, what we have looking forward to in our dynasty championship game and you know, kind of what to look forward to uh, in dynasty and fantasy going into the off season. So uh, with that said, uh, follow us on Twitter, please at dynasty OTL. Uh, we'll, be post we'll be posting the pod up there and, uh, and anything else relevant to football that I get to posting uh, while watching the game sometimes. But, um, yeah, anything else, Ryan? No, nothing. Just fighting with the Corgi right now. All right. All right. Well, uh, well good luck in your matchup this week. Thank you. And good luck to you. Ow. All right. We'll talk next week. Thanks, everyone. Yep.